1: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Hello, fellow gamers. Welcome back to the Multiplayer Gaming Podcast. Today, we are going to be breaking down recent gaming news like we do on every Thursday. I am your host, Paul, and joining me... He's been beefing up his portfolio stock with shares from Take-Two because they've got some things cooking. It's Josh.
0: $8 billion <laughs> worth of cooking, <laughs> boys. <laughs>
1: $8 billion. Oh, I can't wait to talk about it here in a few minutes. And joining me and Josh, if it weren't for Diablo 4, I think he'd be dumping all Activision Blizzard stock because we're all just so sick of the Overwatch team. It's Ryan. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. So, in case anyone missed the announcement from our last episode, Ryan is now a permanent host on the Multiplayer Gaming Podcast. We're so excited to have you, Ryan. Stay a while and listen. (laughs) Set your Deckard (laughs) Cane. That was the worst Deckard Cane ever.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Very nice. I love it.
1: All right. So starting out today's show, we're actually going to start out with some personal gaming news before we move into the more national news. Ryan, you are building a gaming PC, I think probably because of the fact that you joined the podcast. We cover a lot of PC-only games. So is that kind of what made you want to go build a PC at this point?
2: Uh, partially. Um, The la- the last one, I-, I have a pretty decent laptop that runs stuff, but it's it's not you know the best and it's not going to run a lot of these higher end games you know especially at at high settings, so I was figuring I was going to need one eventually and um but this definitely gave me the push <laughs> that and, that in <laughs> yeah. <and> Diablo four <laughs> so how's it been going? Have you ordered all your parts are they all on the way, or where are you at in this i, I actually i i had picked up um A couple things from a buddy, so I had a good case and and, uh, water cooling system and some other things, but I I ordered, my bank account's not too happy, but I ordered (laughs) the rest of, you know, I I got my processor, um, motherboard, uh, hard drive, you know, GPU, all that stuff last night, so that should all be here within uh, four or five days, and, uh, and then I can get to the fun part.
0: The anticipation of having, like, computer parts rolling in in the mail is so great, Oh, like yeah. I don't know what it is, man. But like I built a PC not that long ago, and I just remember my wife like taking pictures of boxes showing up, <laughs> and and then like texting them to me at work, and I would just be like, I can't wait to get home. I just want to like see the box. You know? Yeah, I just want to look at the pictures on <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> Well, it's so much
1: easier to build PCs these days because you can order all your stuff online. Back in the day, it was always where you would have to talk yourself into something because you would go to Fry's Electronics. And it'd be like, well, they don't have any GeForce cards in my price range. Do I really want to buy this AMD? And you would have to almost like talk yourself into it. I love nowadays like PC Part Picker. I don't know how I would build a PC nowadays without stuff like that where you just get to add all your parts add up all the price. You know exactly what you're getting into, which is pretty neat. PC part picker, not a sponsor by the way. That's that was just a freebie. (laughs)
2: Also our apologies to your wife Ryan for (laughs) She she's the one that pushed me into it because I was I, I couldn't I I just could not decide on what I wanted to get and and so she's like no we're gonna write this down you're gonna pick stuff and and we're gonna do it tonight and i was like okay so she she forced me into it last night and made sure that we actually ordered this stuff because otherwise i would just have been him and hawing on what to get i'd keep looking at the same reviews i already read 15 times and like i don't know what to get i know i asked you guys what do i get just tell me i can't decide (laughs) just say get this ryan (laughs) You feeling stressed or anxious at all, or are you just purely excited? I'm just excited. I'm 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 stoked. Well, I finally got the stuff ordered. So, and I, and I'm you know uh revamping my son's room a little bit. We're gonna make a cool gaming area in part of his room, so I'll be able to have um an office slash game area because he took it when he was born. <laughs> <The> punk. <laughs> Why well, you have Selfish. to go before? I know, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's not as as harrowing as in the past where if you dropped your cpu which had however many hundreds of pins where they would get bent and oh yeah you know there's always so much nervousness building a pc nowadays it's no big deal you just yeah it, you just stick a couple things together turn it on and as long as
2: you don't see smoke you're probably all right oh i'm looking at i was I- just thinking of back when we did it, like you mentioned, Fry's Electronics. You know, I remember that huge wall where they had all the, you know, the motherboards and the graphics cards, and you could look through everything, and you had to talk yourself into what parts to get and stuff. But then you'd get at home. There was a lot that used to be into it. If you could build a computer back in like the early 2000s, you knew what you were doing. You know, you yeah. you you were good. But now I look at how it's all set up, and everything is so streamlined. You know, thankfully that's good. It'll make it easy. But it, it is not it is not what it used to be to to build a computer. No, not
1: at all. I always just say it's it's no different than building Legos at this point. Like yeah. just follow a couple instructions, and you're it's good not to go.
0: it's not as hard as people would. Think. I've there's a few listeners that I've offered to like Facetime with to say like, dude, you can you can build this yourself. Like I'll walk you through it, but there's nothing overtly complicated about no. it. You know, like you just need to know where things go, and and that's basically it. So yeah, it's not as daunting as it seems.
1: Well, that's very exciting, Ryan. I, I'm very excited for you. I'm, I guess, I'm just going to be the slow guy around here with my with my measly 2080 Ti graphics card. I, I didn't know I'd get left in the dust so quickly. Yeah, I got a 4070 Ti.
0: Ooh, take that, Paul.
1: <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Two whole generations above me. All right, before we jump into our next story, we do want to let all of our listeners know about support on Patreon. We receive almost all of our funding from our listeners through Patreon. It's actually over 80% of our revenue. So if you like what we do here and want to support what we do and keep our lights on, you can head over to MultiplayerSquad.com. You can sign up starting at 5 bucks a month. You'll get bonus episodes twice a month with our Squadcast feed. You'll get all of our episodes a day early and ad-free, and you'll also get a shout-out on the show. So once again, that's multiplayer squad.com. All right. Moving into the biggest news story of the week, the Overwatch 2 PVE content that we were promised back in the day, kind of the entire reason of having a sequel that we were told about, has now basically officially been scrapped. So everyone can press F for hero mode, <laughs> progression systems, new talents, basically all the promising stuff that was previously revealed. I think this is especially problematic, guys, because we were sold on the whole idea of shutting down Overwatch 1, which we all paid for, and having this newly monetized game because PVE content was on the way. So, understandably, a lot of people
0: are pretty peeved by this news. I, I am one of those people that is pre- are you? pretty peeved. Um, <laughs> dude, I I... <sighs> Oh, my goodness, man. I, <laughs> Where to start griping? Must, must not rage. Must <laughs> must not rage. It's a family uh, press, show. It's a family press show. Press <laughs> F for Overwatch 1 is more like it, because let me, I, let me just take everybody back a little bit. Overwatch 1 was phenomenal. It's still near the top of our leaderboard, but we had to actually say Overwatch 1, not Overwatch yeah. 2. Dude, they slowed development on Overwatch 1 because they started saying, guys, we are building Overwatch 2, and it's going to be great. We are going to improve the PvP, and we are now going to incorporate PvE into it as well, and that's going to be awesome. And everybody kind of went, but I want my Overwatch 1, and they went, no, no, trust us, guys. We can't focus on Overwatch 1 anymore because we have to build the PvE portion of Overwatch 2. Sure. Oh, and by the way, we're going to improve the PVP port too, but that's just a little side, but, 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 don't worry, we'll give that to you early, but it's mm-hmm. the PVE is why we can't keep doing this. And everybody kind of went, well, I mean, I, I, I guess I, I like PVE sounds pretty good. That's cool. That's blizzard. They'll make it good. So, all right. And then they went suckers. <laughs> <Bait and switch. laughs> and they yanked the freaking rug right off from under us, man. I'm so mad about this.
2: Yeah, they're looking away to the side there. He bought it. Yeah, they actually bought it.
1: (laughs) This is problematic for a lot of reasons. And Aaron Keller, who is the uh, game director of Overwatch, he told GameSpot during an interview that they knew they could not build the hero mode leading up to the launch of Overwatch 2. Now, this is what got a lot of people up in arms because that was still one of the selling points before Overwatch 2 was released, we were told the PvE content is coming. They were selling all these founders packs and all of these things were, you know, being said up to the release that we now know just weren't true at the time. They knew before the release of Overwatch 2 that they weren't going to be able to release hero mode. They, they essentially really did make false promises. They ripped Overwatch 1 away from the community. They gave us a game that they're calling a sequel. It's not. It's just an easier way to monetize the game because guess what? Not a lot of people bought loot boxes. People paid their 20 bucks for Overwatch and they weren't being, they weren't bringing in any more revenue. So they ripped it away from us. They gave us this game with paid battle passes, paid mythic skins, paid heroes and all this garbage that we have today. I'm, I'm pretty upset about it. And I was already mad at the state of Overwatch too because the Overwatch community sucks. It it's not a very good time to play as a healer in particular. The 5v5 stuff sounded okay. It played all right in the beginning. Over time I've grown to like it less and less. I, I I'm kinda done with Overwatch 2. I'm not saying I'm gonna uninstall it and not play it again, but I've definitely been weaning myself off it. I'm just not happy with what's been going on over at Team Overwatch.
2: Yeah, and I mean I, I didn't I, I played quite a bit, but I didn't play as much as you guys. Um but you know I'm the same way it's it's just like you said the bait and switch you just come in, I promise you all these things and just pull it away and it and it just sucks that these the you know it, it happens in every kind of aspect now of the world with the, all these companies and it's just all about the bottom line the numbers how can we make the most money and 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 get the most we can out of this and if they're not getting anything else out of it, they're like, oh well, we can do this over here, and hopefully nobody notices or if they do it won't be too many of them, and we'll make this much dollars and You know what they say: if it makes dollars, it makes sense. This is the the biggest problem that I
0: have with this. Is it's again all the corporate speak, all of the you know. I read these articles and I read the interviews and I read all this stuff that went along with it, and it's like. Oh, well, we never had intentions to abandon it. We just, you know, it was, we were trying to recreate Project Titan that was the, what gave birth to Overwatch in the first place. And the whole idea that maybe we'd get back to this first person shooter MMO type thing over time. And then they went, yeah, we just, guys, we figured out it's just not going to work, you know? And, and then, dude, that's such bull because now if you, if you take a step back and this is everything the gamers are saying about this, they're saying, listen, What it looks like to us is that you needed a way to make more money off of Overwatch. And the only way that you could do that would be to promise us something that you really had zero intentions of giving us, but to say, this is the reason that we have to do this. And everybody went, okay, well, I mean, that sounds pretty good. Because otherwise, they couldn't just take Overwatch 1 and add a battle pass system to it. So they had to basically pretend like they were wiping the slate to then give us Overwatch 2 and it's it now we're looking at it from from the outside and just going you just wanted to monetize this more you didn't want to give us anything better You didn't want to actually give us PVE. You just needed to make more money. It's like Ryan said, right? It's just all the bottom line. And they will deny it to the end of their days because they have to. But if it looks like a duck and it smells like a duck, it's probably a duck. And that's what this looks like is they just went, we need to make more money because Overwatch 1 is really not making us as much money as we want it to be. So how do we do that? Well, let's lie to everybody. Let's trick everybody. They'll buy it. And after they buy it, then we'll tell them that something came up and we just can't do it. Dude, Blizzard, Activision Blizzard is one of the largest gaming companies in the world. You're telling me they can't make a PvE mode for Overwatch? (laughs) well okay i'm not
1: quite as as tinfoil hat as as you are right now josh
0: join me maybe join uh, me paul
1: (laughs) i think it's unfair to say they never intended to release this i think if it came out stellar then they would sell it and it would probably make a lot of money and they sank a lot of time and a lot of payroll and a lot of overhead trying to make it you can go watch 14 minute you know footage of them running various missions and whatnot But the fact of the matter is they definitely wanted to find a better way to monetize Overwatch, and that's exactly what they got. So the end result, the motives don't really matter. The end result is that we all paid for Overwatch 1, we lost it, and now we're stuck with ads constantly in our face to buy the recent Battle Pass. And I love the fact that Aaron Keller's like, well, you know what? You're not going to get this mode that we promised would be amazing, but don't worry because in season six, which by the way, we're currently in season four, so it's not even the next season, but he's saying in season six, you're going to get a hero and a new mode, which we've never released at the same time. And it's like, okay, great. So we're going to get Flashpoint. We don't know very much about it yet. And they're going to occasionally drip out some PVE stuff as like events or as like standalone missions. I'll tell you what, I have zero confidence that it's going to be any good. I have. Have you guys tried the Star Watch mode? That's I, it's currently terrible. Out?
0: It's terrible.
1: It's so bad. It's <laughs> it, it's a harebrained idea to try to make it a mix of PVE with PvP, which just means you shoot like eight standalone, uh, like. Torb turrets, essentially, is what they are. And once you kill those, you just fight the other team. Like, there's nothing revolutionary or fun about it. They just use pre-existing maps, stick some atmospheric stuff on it to make it look different, and you can pop these canisters like a Zarya bubble, right? Like a a Zarya grav. I I don't have a lot of confidence that Flashpoint's going to be any good or the PVE content coming out. A lot of the stuff that they've tried, I haven't been crazy about. The wrath of the bride stuff was dumb. The May event stuff is horrific. I don't know, guys. Uh, uh, Papa Jeff got out at the right time. Let's just say that he retired on top. He went John Elway. He won, <laughs> he, he won two Super Bowls, World of Warcraft and Overwatch and rode off into the sunset. I, I, I got to respect it at this point. I miss you, Papa Jeff. He knew what he was doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back with more multiplayer gaming podcasts. Okay, boys, we are back. Going on to our next story here from this week. Publisher Take Two released their projections for yearly earnings for their upcoming years, and it included a massive jump in revenue for fiscal years 2025 and 2026. Now, to put this in perspective, they just reported their all-time high of five point three billion dollars coming in, and yet they are projecting eight billion for these upcoming years. There's literally only a couple ways that this might be possible, like they start releasing twice as many games as they do now. I don't think anyone thinks that's going to be how they get there to 8 billion. Uh guys, there seems one likely explanation for this. Do you guys think we're going to get GTA 6 in this window? Dude, Ooh,
0: if there baby. is if if there is a game or a franchise that could make 8 billion dollars, there's only a few of those in the world and GTA six <laughs> is definitely one of those. And I know that we got the whole leak for the gameplay and we saw, and we said, listen, this game's pretty far along, man. Like they definitely have a ways to go, but there's a lot more that's working in this game than not. And I feel like that, that was what, eight months ago. I don't know how long the leak was. I think it was a year I ago. Was gonna and say, they also, so. and that was an older
1: build right. at the time. It was already old as of a year ago.
0: Right. So, I mean, I don't want to get my hopes up, but I don't know what situation, other than the release of GTA 6, could indicate an $8 billion year for that company. And this is not something... You don't lie to your investors. You don't go and say, hey, we're expecting $8 billion in revenue for 2024, and then not have some kind of massive plan for that. Well... Uh, uh our, our list
1: our fans who are also fans of the HBO show Succession, there's actually an entire episode where they make up fake projections to try <laughs> to kill a deal. So you can do it strategically, but it'll <laughs> land you in hot water. <laughs> Ryan, I know you love GTA. Are you hoping
2: this is GTA 6 news? Oh, absolutely. I mean, to me, it better be. It's been a decade. It's been a freaking yeah. 10 years. Like, come on. 10 come years. I want, I want it. Give me, come on! (laughs) Give me. I don't know. It was this. uh, I I saw a leak, but it was kind of in passing um, of the map. Did you guys see the map that came out? No, that must have slipped past me. What what is it? Man, I I, like I said. I don't know. I you know I don't know the validity of it, but it it was supposed to be showing you know the potential map for GTA Six, and it was massive. It was like. Two or three times the size of of the GTA Five map. So Oof. again, I don't know. I don't know exactly if, if it was true. It was, I was just scrolling through something and I saw it. But yeah, I, I'm I'm so excited if, if this is coming out. I, I remember uh, when I got GTA Five. You know, back in the day, you used to go and you waited at Best Buy or GameStop for yep. the release. You know, and then I, I remember sitting there for. I think I got it. The first one was on my three hundred and sixty. And I remember waiting out there and just going home, loaning it up and being so excited to play. So I- I'm sure hoping it's coming out because it's been too long and I- I'm ready for another one. Oh, it's been such a long time.
1: I was shocked to read that GTA five still sells 5 million Dude. units every quarter.
0: That's bananas and it's 10 to 10 years old. That is yeah. bananas <laughs> to me that is this just people rebuying it because they like lo- I don't, that's crazy. That's not counting GTA online. You know yeah. what I mean? As far as that goes either. So yeah, I, I all signs point to this being GTA 6. I would love to know a little bit more behind it. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Paul. I don't see that this is, oh, well, we're releasing 10 games in 2024. Because it's like, well, what games? Because there's not been anything talked about or announced or hyped up or anything like that. So I always try to take rumor mill stuff with a grain of salt. But I can't imagine what else this could be other than GTA six.
1: Yeah. Like they're remaking max Payne one and two. Well, guess what? That's not going to boost your sales by $3 billion. No. You know, it's going to be something bigger and it's not going to be red dead redemption three. We know that nope. it's, that's, that's if, if that gets made, it's way off in the distance. Uh, you know, Uh, 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 yeah just one last stat by the way gta 5 it's sold 180 million copies
2: i mean that's it's only it's only second to uh minecraft right on sales I, I read it's actually the highest, but I'm not sure. Yeah. That's somewhat debated. There's
0: different metrics. It's like volume of sales versus income. Like it's really, really hard to pin like the actual crown because I think they, everybody uses a little bit different metrics and stuff like that. Or, Or it's like, I think GTA is the highest grossing game of all time. Or something like that, that or maybe it was, but, but, or highest selling, but then the cost of it was, was phenomenal for all the advertising. So Minecraft is actually the number one and it gets really dicey. It's kind of hard to pin the tail on the donkey.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Now, a lot of people, if you were to ask them what's the greatest game of all time, I think a lot of people are going to answer GTA V. And a lot of people are going to answer Red Dead 2, which, of course, are both Rockstar games. So anytime you have a new entry in one of their flagship series, like that is the biggest story of the year, that game coming out. I went back and looked at the GTAs on Metacritic just out of curiosity. I knew that they were all rated high, but just in case you don't know, GTA 5, 97, 4, 98, San Andreas, 95, Vice City, 95. Even GTA 3 is a 97. So it's like, they are on quite a hot streak. I am 100% convinced that GTA 6 will be amazing. I cannot help but think that they essentially have a blank check. I'm sure they're just told, your budget's unlimited. We don't care. We sold 180 million copies of the last century. Go do whatever you want. Pay for the highest paid actors who, who would do a good job. Make the map as big as you want. Make the game 300 gigabytes in size. Like, who cares? I, you know, I I can't help but think that this is the most anticipated game. Full stop. We know it's not going to be this year, but we could potentially I'd, see it here sooner than we thought.
0: I was going to say, if there's a game that it would blow up a year, like that is just the most anticipated video game that you can imagine. There's only a few franchises that would fit that bill. Red Dead being yeah. one of them, right? Like Grand Theft Auto being one. Maybe, like, you know, Witcher 4, maybe. Uh, Fortnite 2. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, the list is very, very small that would elicit that kind of attention. Um, I, I mean, we you know, we talk about Starfield, right? Like, oh, man, can you imagine if GTA 6 was coming out this year? Starfield would oh, be uh, like. Nothing. You know, I mean <laughs> yeah. literally, like, it would be nothing. Everybody'd be like, okay, yeah, sure, Starfield, but GTA six, like this is like the juggernaut of gaming.
1: Oh, I can't wait. I love GTA so much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Me too. <laughs> no, I I'm I'm super excited. <laughs> All right, before we move into our last story here, we would like to ask everyone to make sure to follow our podcast. We know a lot of you guys out here will just listen to episodes here or there, but make sure to hit follow. We have new episodes on Mondays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. We want to make sure nothing slips past you, so make sure to hit that follow button. All right, moving into our next story here, Lords of the Fallen is a a game that we have brought up before. We have seen some really cool stuff while doing Unreal Engine 5 showcases. This week, we did get an official gameplay reveal trailer. This game is set for release on October 13th, and I know it's the job of people who make trailers to make a game look amazing, Uh, but man, did they succeed here, because (laughs) when you start mixing fantasy action RPG with Iron Maiden music in the back, it really is just a match made in heaven.
0: I thought that this trailer was incredible. I think it looks... Phenomenal. Um, honestly, now, number one, this game is, I feel like they were pandering directly to me. Like when they made this trailer, <laughs> they went, guys, we know Josh is going to see this and we really want to make it just as, as much on point for him as possible. And it worked because, <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> dude, I, I mean, Number one, we, like you said, Paul, we saw the tech trailers. We saw the amount of graphical fidelity and the zooming in on the armor and the textures and all this stuff. And this time we got to see some actual gameplay and kind of thematic, you know, what is the atmosphere of this game? How's it actually going to play? And man, I, I remember talking to one of our listeners on our Discord and, you know, they said, Josh, what do you think? And I just said, dude, Dark Souls, but beautiful. With over the top, like you said, that Iron Maiden kind of aesthetic to it, the Iron Maiden soundtrack, like I'm thinking like Iron Maiden, like the torture devices. Right. But that is like, (laughs) you know, there is this just like uh, it's, you know, like theme to this game that stands out. And it looks incredible to me. I mean, the combat looks on point. The boss fights look incredible. The graphical details are through the roof. Like this is truly what I would imagine an Unreal Engine 5 game to look like. Everything about this is just screaming at me. Please don't suck on PC. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) What about you, Ryan? Is this your style game? Does this one look interesting to you? Uh, it, it definitely looked interesting that's for sure I don't know if I'd say it's my style like I said I'm not the biggest souls fans I understand uh their purpose and and how people love them um and i I enjoy them too I just you know I'm not on that level with them but I did when I watched the trailer I audibly said oh Josh is gonna love this yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> <So laughs> I, I knew it right away it was gonna <laughs> hit those marks but yeah how how crazy is it how just heavy metal music goes so well with those old medieval like style games like that. You know, when once the it music just works. played, yeah, that trailer. <laughs> and I know I said I love the trailer. You know, on our one of our previous drafts with uh, Redfall, that that didn't work out too well. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but with this one, it looked so good, and even the the, the gameplay looked good. Like Josh said, the, the the bosses, everything looked crisp and clean, and and uh, I, I'll definitely. I'm, I'm I'm excited for it. For somebody who's not big into that type of game, I'm I'm definitely hyped up. Maybe it was just the music, but <laughs> I'm ready. The music does some heavy lifting, for sure. Oh, yeah. Now,
1: (laughs) for anyone who hasn't watched any footage or, you know, just to take a little bit of a step back and explain this one, it is a third-person action RPG. It looks like it's primarily melee combat, but you do also have magic. So it's very much a Souls-like in that you see these big bosses. There is rolling around, probably some shielding and parrying, that kind of stuff. The only thing is I wonder if we're going to start to get a little bit tired of these games, because how many games lately have we talked about that come down to third-person, Souls-like, with Melee and Magic? That literally describes probably two games that we talk about on every single Twig episode. So I wonder if there will be a little bit of fall-off. That's one of my fears. I
0: do wonder if there is going to be that Dark Souls fatigue. I mean, I love this genre. You know, games... You know, there's there's something comfortable with like the familiarity of it, like Steel Rising. We did the deep dive on Steel Rising, um, and then it was just instantly. I picked that game up. It's like, oh, this is so familiar to me, and so there's comfort there. But you have to have something that sets you apart in that regard, and. I mean, for Lords of the Fallen, I mean, the graphics, number one, but I did like the pacing that they showed in the demo too. It doesn't look like it's as slow and methodical as like Dark Souls would be. So that interests me as well. But I'm with you, Paul, as much as I love the genre, at some point, I kind of start to go, well, what are you doing that's different or unique? And you, right. I feel like they're getting to the point where you better have an answer to that or you're just a clone <laughs> at that point.
1: Yeah. And the, the answer recently has always been a card system yeah. and open world. Right, yeah, <laughs> honestly.
0: <laughs> we need
1: someone to give us something a little bit different to hook us. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And then we have one last story here. We're almost out of time, but we got to bring this up. So Amazon Games announced that they're working on a Lord of the Rings MMO. It's going to be free to play. It has zero connection to Latro, Lord of the Rings Online. There is no release window yet. And if you feel like you're experiencing some deja vu, that is because Amazon already started working on a Lord of the Rings MMO that got canceled in 2021. Uh, I guess if you can't succeed, try, try again. I don't want to be too cynical, guys, but given Amazon's history with Lost Ark
0: being paid to win. (laughs) Amazon, come on, man.
1: Dude, Uh
0: I... Rumor Ugh. is that they're not... Don't worry, guys. This is not New World. Like, the, the the working title of this game is Old World. So <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I, I, it's just, dude, I read all the hubbub and the, the CEO guy got out there and he said, oh, well, you know, I know we've made MMOs in the past and, you know, our, our history for games is not that great. <coughs> Crucible. <laughs> um you know that kind of stuff but you know he comes in and he's saying oh we've learned so many lessons now and and you know lord of the rings just just pay attention to that part of it guys and dude i love lord of the rings give me a modern day latro and i'm in the problem is i just got zero faith in amazon games to get, to give me anything that is enjoyable
2: well that's just the proof that you know Unlimited money isn't everything unless you know what the heck you're doing. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, I I want it to be good so bad because I I I was thinking the other day about how I, I'm craving for that that first wow feeling again on an MMO yeah. where you have that you know it's got the grind maybe not as much of a grind as the original wow trying to get to sixty but <laughs> <Yeah>. but but. <laughs> Somewhat of a grind in that, and that just enjoyable feeling of customizing your character, getting all the, the where, where it meant something to, to get these, you know, these uh, attachments or enhancements or parts or pieces, you know, any of that stuff. So I don't know. I, I don't have, you know, if it's cool when it comes out, then I'll be excited. But otherwise, I'm not, I'm not, it's not weighing on my mind too much. Maybe I'm wrong,
1: but I feel like Amazon started too big. Like, they started off by saying, let's just make these huge MMOs, like New World, and let's make this really big PvP game called Crucible. And it's like, maybe they should have started with some smaller projects and seen some success and then work off it. I almost wonder if they just bit off more than they can chew. It does feel a little bit to me like there's just a a chef that's got a blindfold in the kitchen, throwing spaghetti noodles, hoping (laughs) something will stick to the wall, because that's kind of what we're getting. Okay, Crucible didn't work. And it's pulled off the market, what, like two months after it, was, it released yeah, or something? It was, it was so <laughs> fast. And then they're like, oh, well, let's just buy this Korean MMO because that works and we'll just turn it into pay to win. And then that didn't really work. And so I don't know. I I, I don't want to be too cynical. At some point, I'm sure Amazon is going to start releasing stuff that works. I'm just not going to bet against the trend until I see them do it. So New World is probably their biggest success from a from an artistic gaming standpoint i mean i know that the whole point is to make money on games but you got to come up with something that works and it's innovative and creative that people want to play new world didn't do that for me like it did for some others um but i hope that they start cranking out some good stuff we don't want them to fail but I'm I'm not terribly confident about this one, especially because we don't know anything about it yet.
0: I would love for them to make a really, really good Latro MMO. I, I mean honestly, I, I love the series. They 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 got the AOK in my book for the rings of power, you know, and, and it's like, okay, well they had a hand in that. And an unlimited budget in that, but it's just one of (laughs) those like, it's just one of those like, I'll believe it when I see it. And I'm not wishing for failure because, like you said, I would love for this to come out and be just a phenomenal, just let me dive into Middle Earth kind of thing, you know. But I, it's just, I will buy into that when I see that they actually put out a really good game that has some sort of longevity to it.
2: Well, you would think, I mean, the bones are there you know they're not creating something completely new they have the whole aspect of you know middle earth and lord of the rings yeah. and, and all that so they have that there and it's just you've got to create something around it so there should be no reason why they can't do it especially like you said with the unlimited budget um but i'm hope i'm 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 hoping they do it
0: would be really <laughs> cool if they did it like WoW, well, where i can sign up for like the armies of mordor Or like the what would what would you call the race the other races? I don't know if they have a term for those or not, the good kin, good folk or whatever, but that would be actually (laughs) the good folk. There you go. (laughs) Do you want to be part of the good folk or Mordor? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going Mordor. But that would be cool. That's like a nice angle, you know, where it's like, you know, everybody can still play the same game, but at least there's factions or something like that. Kind of like Alliance and Horde.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you gotta have something like For the Horde. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well that wraps up this week in gaming. We do want to say thanks to everyone for listening and a very special thank you to all our Patreon supporters. Please remember to go check out multiplayersquad.com to see support options to get those bonus episodes. Also make sure to follow us on socials everywhere at multiplayer pod and come say hi to the three of us on Discord. It's completely free to join. There's an invitation in the episode description. We'd love to have you guys check that out as well. All right. Well, that wraps everything up here for today. So until next time, happy gaming. All right. See you, everybody. See ya.